Hey, I'm Liam, and I'm stoned silly. Hey folks, how's it going? Uh, I am pretty stoned. I just got back from an awesome open mic comedy set. Um, it is September 29th, 2020 at 9.34. Um, and, and I'm having a good time tonight. Uh, yeah, the set went well, but it was for like six people because it's a Tuesday night. So, you know, I got 100% of the audience laughing, but 100% of the audience was six people. So, I don't know. It makes you a better comic when you do that because it's harder. But it's still not like fun, you know. It's it's yeah, you know. It's it's still comedy, but it's not comedy with a big laugh, you know. But this 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 podcast isn't about stand up. This is this is about weed, I guess. Well, sort of, you know. I I, I guess this is the first episode, or at least this will be part of the first episode. I think I'm gonna do these uh, episodes as a collage of, of my, uh, of, of whatever I say when I'm, when I'm stoned. Um, I, I love, I love weed. Um, that's, it's, it's, and, and not in a very stoner way. Like I, I, I don't think I'm pretentious about it, but I'm definitely pretentious about it now that I think about it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm super pretentious about it. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bit douchey to be completely honest. Um, I, I, I started smoking weed when I was 15 and I'd just get way too high with my four friends. We were all became stoner losers. And then I moved away from them and I went to a different high school in a different, a, a different part of the country. And when I, when I did that, I stopped smoking weed altogether until I got to college. Right. So I've been so I've been smoking weed again for years now because college ruins ruins everyone. But weed didn't ruin me. Now, at at the time, I definitely we just smoke and get ridiculously high, and it wouldn't really like do anything for me. I just get so high I fell asleep. And now I definitely use it to fall asleep. But I also use it kind of as a as 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 just a way to suppress how intense feelings are you know in a, in a not sad way it's just you know it, it dulls life when it needs to be dulled you know and life doesn't need to be dulled all the time life doesn't need to be dulled or or i guess lightened is a better word life doesn't need to be lightened all the time but sometimes you need to just twist the perspective you know change it a little bit help yourself see another side of what you're seeing and that's why i like it but ever since i was 15 everybody's just nobody's ever been on my level when i'm high i, I i'm i'm still intense you know i'm still too intense and i i think think about things that i i definitely don't feel comfortable saying to other people because they're just madness or it'll send them or, or I think it'll send them into a panic attack it's definitely sent me into a panic attack or you know it's just it's just stuff I want to keep to myself so I decided to make a podcast about all that stuff 
so I could keep it to myself. <laughs> I guess. It doesn't make sense, but you know, neither do any of my thoughts when I'm high. And that's when I came up with the idea for this podcast. I, I, I've done everything for this podcast while high. And that's by design because I don't I don't want to taint its purity. You know, I feel like if, if I do if I do if I handle this podcast with a sober mind, I taint the whatever it is. Whatever it's meant to be, you know. And I guess as a creator of it, I should know what it's meant to be, but I don't think you know whatever what you're gonna create is gonna become, you know? I don't I don't necessarily believe like believe anyone creates something knowing what it's gonna be. Do you think do you think do you think anyone knew what the internet was gonna be? This is really straightforward shit and I'm saying it like it's deep, like I'm Aristotle of the twenty first century, but I swear to God, there is no way that Steve Jobs, fuck, <laughs> Bill Gates, <laughs> Bill, Bill Gates, there's no way that Bill Gates thought when he, when he, when he invented the internet, did, wait, did, did Bill Gates invent the internet? Fuck, I'm so high. Oh man, let's say Bill Gates invented the internet. I'm certain Bill Gates invented the internet, whatever. Um, Bill Gates did not invent the internet. When he invented the internet, I, I, there's no way he thought that some stoned idiot would just record what he was thinking and throw it on the World Wide Web he was creating. There's no way, right? And that's the cool thing. That's the cool thing about the world. Nothing really ever goes according to plan which sometimes feels like complete shit, but also sometimes it's like exactly what you need, you know? Ends up being that way. Dude, I'm such a douche. I think I think it's healthy to, to get so high that you're scared. Because um, <laughs> that's what I ju- I've just done, it seems. I, I, think it's, I, think it's, I think it's a good idea, you know? I, it's like mental training for... for you know, panic attacks in the future when you get so high and, 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 and you think, you know, you're going to overdose on marijuana and you're like, it's not possible. And you're just like, yeah, you know, in the back of your head. And what if that's, that's when that, that's when, when you overcome that, a drug induced panic attack over something completely irrational, you can definitely overcome whatever real panic attack you have in real life, no matter what it's about. Because there's nothing scarier than taking a really strong edible and just having to figure it out. <laughs> there's nothing in life that replicates that. Get, if I, 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 I'm trying to think of something. I was trying. I'm trying to think of something. If every time you sat down, a dick went up your ass. No, it went. Never mind. No, that's fucked up. I, if 30% of the time you sat down, a dick went up your ass, that would be the same level of of you know fuck you surprise. Sorry, that was a little intense. That was a little intense. Why would I say that? Because I'm high. Because I'm stoned. What do you think of CBD? I think, 
I think it's legit, but I also think it's it, it sounds too good to be true. The miracle drug. That being said, I take it every day. Oh man, I'm so hungry, dude. I'm starving. I'm starving. The best. I think the best. The best type of drunk food is the one that makes you feel the most shame regularly you know like when you're sober because when your inhibitions are down like that there's nothing wrong with picking up a grilled cheese sandwich that you decided to put chicken on tonight which is definitely what i'm about to do there's no there's no shame when you're drunk there'd be shame when when you're sober you would never you wouldn't have the balls to do that alone you know with nobody around let alone with your friends around in the middle of like a let's say a dinner party <laughs> that hey whatever personal experience is is this is i'm sure this will be relatable to a lot of people and then you got your mac and cheese brewing in 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 the other corner and that's 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 not okay to do in public around people it's not okay to do alone in your own home but if you're drunk you could do it on stage as a performance. That's how comfortable you would be doing it. It's so guilt-free. So when you get to do it alone, when you're drunk, you feel so pure and so free. Oh, man. Drunk food. <sighs> the more I smoke, the less I want to drink. Which I find strange because I, I, I used to really love drinking, but I can't tell if, you know, with the whole pandemic, which I hate talking about, but with the whole pandemic and everything and me starting to smoke more weed or if it's just me getting older, but getting drunk just doesn't appeal to me. I just want to drink a craft beer like a true white douchebag and relax. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what, like, the right move is. I'm talking about food. Sorry, that didn't make any sense. Uh, I, 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 part of that sentence was in my head. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the right move is for munchies. Um, you know, but that's probably not interesting. Like, if I started li listing off cheeses and stuff, that would probably wouldn't be, be interesting to the, to the people who are definitely going to fucking watch this. Oh. Uh. You know, they're definitely going to show this in a court case one day. I'm not sure what the court case is going to be for. But the, these tapes will be there. These tapes will be there. And so, hopefully so will I. Oh my god, I hope it's not like... Like if it's a murder case, I hope I'm the murderer. <laughs> like, not the victim. Or like, the victim's family. Because that would suck, you know? I'm, I'm a little too... I don't want to get murdered. Like, that's not the way I want to go. Definitely, yeah, no, I don't want to, I don't want to get murdered, but, you know, and I definitely, and I definitely, this is so dark, and I definitely don't want to, don't want to be, like, the family of the victim of murder, you know, I think that would blow probably more, I think, um, than getting murdered, depending on how crazy the murderer is, you know, if they Ted Bundy, you might just want to be one of the families sorry oh my god what the fuck am i talking about um <laughs> jesus christ uh how would i how how would i want to die i have no idea 
I haven't thought about it a lot because I'm a, I'm afraid of the world. Um, so, what's the best way to die? What do you think? Yeah, I agree. Burning alive would be the worst. Yeah. Yeah, but the best... Like, you can't just, like, die in your sleep. You gotta be awake for the death. Because obviously, like, dying in your sleep is the best. But, like, if you're awake and it's something you gotta feel... It's... It, it's... Gotta be... It's gotta be getting beaten over the head with something cool. Like, some movie memorabilia. Or, like, oh, dude, you know what? I'd get shot in the head... Um, by the boondock saints like the guys who played the boondock saints um uh something read us uh something read us he played he's he's in the walking dead um and then and then the other guy norman Reedus and sean patrick flannery starting boondock saints in in boondock saints and i would have them shoot me in the back of the head i would have them execute me it, somehow that got darker i think than the than the whole trial thing and losing a loved one i i made that darker maybe it was the tone i think it was the tone i don't know i i i think there's a good reason why i decided that i wasn't allowed to edit this podcast sober because as much as I think it would make a better product I don't think I'd end up putting it out so oh, I can't wait to revisit this when I've, I've recorded when I've recorded a few more clips and uh, anyway yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna log off. I can't wait to uh, talk to talk to talk to talk to talk to myself again. Oh fuck! <sighs> anyway, I'm gonna go smoke a joint, eat some food, and fall asleep. Peace. Hey guys, I'm back. How you doing? Oh my god, I am super baked. It is 5:21 on October 2nd, uh, 2020. Um, you guys just saw me, but whatever, we're not going to get into it. That's annoying. I've got, uh, I'm a little nervous. I'm, I'm having a panic attack. That was the goal. It's cause I'm high, but I am a little nervous. I got a, I got a big, uh, I got a big show tonight, a small set on a, uh, on a big show for comedy. And I don't know what it's been, man, but the last, uh, the last little bit with comedy has just been, um, it's been tough crowds, small crowds and, uh. And I haven't been having good shows. I don't feel like I've been doing well out there. I don't know if I'm as focused, um, but I'm hoping I can. I'm hoping I can zero in and I can. I can really focus my energy and and uh, and figure it out um, tonight. You know, it's it's only like five minutes. Uh, a little guest spot at the top. So hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully I'm 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 sharp enough to do that. You know, I uh, I'm used to these longer sets. You know. So we'll we'll see we'll see how it goes, um, but I'm 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 excited, man. I've I've been thinking about some stuff uh, today. I was thinking that's that's why I hopped on here. I was thinking. I I think I think um, porn, and uh, I think porn and reality TV are real similar, and I think I think I noticed it thinking about quarantine and thinking about Tiger King and shit like that, because because. 
with 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 I, I I have overconsumed porn like most men, all right. And when you when you overconsume it, especially during quarantine, you know, when you weren't getting laid, you know, a single folk, and you you start the more you watch, you know, you run out of the normal stuff. Not that you watch it all, but it's just it's, it's all the same. You got to mix it up. It gets more complex, more weird, no, more crazy. Some would say. But it has to, it has to, to, to keep your, your engagement. For you to continue watching porn, you must increase the amount of stimulation, you know. Maybe, maybe one day, you know, you're watching Missionary, but, you know, uh, a few weeks of straight porn watching later, you, you, end, up, you end up on, on some, some, some stuff that involves the word step in it, if you know what I'm saying. Or, or, or uh, uh, a lady with a, with a wiener, you know, a penis. Is what I'm talking about. Uh, 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 a trans woman that still has a penis is what I'm saying. You know, if if that's what you're into, if that's what you need, you can be a straight man and watch that. Not me, but you know, some people. So, I, I think, you know, I think reality TV was kind of in the same same way, and you know, we, like I was thinking of this because keeping up with the Kardashians is is. Uh, is getting canceled and I just don't think there's a demand for that anymore you know or or it's it's run its course or whatever but I just don't think there's, there's a demand for the Kardashians anymore you know that show is too tame it's it's porn that's just you know missionary sex you know it's it's too common it's 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 too normal it's lost it's lost our interest and right Right as quarantine hit, you know, we we've we've ramped up. You know, there was there was a, uh, you know, stuff like, uh, Real Housewives, Real Life went up to Jersey Shore, crazy stuff, you know, and 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 you know we 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 that that we we become numb to that. That's normal stuff, you know. I think at one point in that show they had to put them in another country, that they didn't know the language of. They went to Italy or some shit, and. And it just, it, it always gets crazier and crazier, just like porn. And that's how we landed with Tiger King, right at the beginning of, of, of the pandy, you know? And, you know, that's, that's Tiger King, for real? Like, that's, that's batshit insane. I went back and I tried to watch it, because I never finished it. And, and, I, and I finished it the other day, and it, it was, it was just... It was just so much, you know, because because where I'm at, things things are pretty much returning to uh, to normal, uh, minus a few things, and uh, I don't know. I did. I don't think I aligned with it anymore. I had stopped watching reality TV and returned to my life. You know, I think that's why why Tiger King picked up so much momentum in that regard, at least. You know, I I I think that's I think that's pretty pretty crazy that no not not the show obviously the show's crazy but the escalation of things like we how how dissatisfied people can be with little stuff like that you know it's almost it's almost like we're hardwired to uh to keep to never be satisfied with where where we're at you know it seems like that but then you you hear people talk about you know, you'll see TED Talks or, or, or documentaries or, uh, and stuff like that of other ways of life. And people have so little um, in comparison to the West as far as possessions and have, have what we would call a, a lower quality of life. 
but they're happy. Which is cool, but I'd like to be happy, you know, like with stuff, you know. <laughs> I'd like to be happy with my with my phone, my iPhone, uh, and 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 a pursuit of something, you know, a complex life, you know, with a smile on my face. That's what I want. That's what I want. I don't think that's necessarily impossible, but I think it's 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 hard. You know, it's not easy for. It's not easy for everyone to, I forgot what I was talking about, because I'm so fucked up. I think, I think of all, of all the, of all the, the dumb questions I've ever been asked in my adult life, um, what's your, what's your favorite animal is definitely the dumbest. Like since I became an adult, before I I was I was when I was just a, a child, like like you know, less than four feet tall, that was an acceptable question. You know, that's 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 en- engages my my mind enough. I care about that answer enough. Usually, I'm being asked by another kid, you know, who who cares about that stuff too, or a parent like an adult who knows that I don't have the capacity to care about that stuff as much, I don't have the capacity to care about more complex stuff, right? So it's an acceptable question for someone that age, but not even since adulthood. I think maybe after, after, after 10, 10, eight, you stop asking people what their, what their, what their favorite animal is. You know, are you going to buy them their favorite animal? If I say whale shark, are you going to buy me a whale shark? Okay, by the way, my favorite my favorite animal is not a whale shark. But I'm not going to tell you because you don't care because you're 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 adults, all right? You're you're mature enough to know that it doesn't matter what my favorite animal is. Liam is immature for having a strong opinion about this. And that goes for a favorite anything that that you can't help me experience. Why are you asking? Why are you making me think? about whale sharks if you can't provide me with a whale shark in a way that's really fucked up it's a little rude am i overreacting yes is it because i'm high no is it because i'm crazy maybe a little bit but i'm raising good points i think i think i think that's the thing with perspective you you never are actually certain of of anything you do you can't honestly evaluate yourself you know people talk about unconscious bias all the time and 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 you know you you can't you can't overcome that right if it's unconscious you can be aware of it and try to adjust but as far as perceiving yourself you know the the other night i had a show uh two two days ago i had a show where this uh comedian had an amazing set in a tough room you know, we're all we're all amateur comedians, so just to blow a room away with a tough crowd is so impressive. It it, it was it was incredible, you know. And and he and and he gets off stage and he's like, I I I, I bombed, and he he almost ruined the like we were hanging out. I'd I'd never met these comics before. We were all hanging out, and he bummed everybody out. He brought the mood way down. We all had tough nights, you know. We're trying to we're trying to laugh it off because. And I, 
it's so hard to strike that balance though, I guess, to be honest with yourself about your work, you know, have that healthy amount of imposter syndrome where you're super critical of yourself. So you get better. You need that. But if you can't enjoy a real victory, you know, what, then what's the end goal? Like, what are you constantly improving for if you're not enjoying the steps along the way? You know, and I should have asked him, I should have asked him, it was like, are you upset because you don't, you, you think you, you bombed in that you, the, you didn't hear the crowd laugh? Or if he thought he bombed because he made a bunch of mistakes in his set? Because that later part I can understand, but to literally not hear the laughs and everybody's telling you that, that, that there were laughs and it, and it was funny, you know, it, it must, it, it's, it's unachievable. You know, what's going to make him happy and how long is that going to take? It made me sad, man. It made me sad. No. But it made me thankful. Thankful that I don't have that perspective. I think I did when I first had comedy, when I, when I first started comedy. But I was also bad. Like, I was bombing a lot. So I kind of deserved to feel that way. You know, so I got better and I'm always, always trying to improve, you know, now I, I have those victories and I have those tough nights, but you know, maybe I don't take those tough nights as hard and maybe that's why I've had so many tough nights in a row, but you know, I, at least I'm not beating myself up after the good sets. I think that's a better balance, but I guess that all depends. Depends on who you are and what you need to succeed, right? Everyone's different. That's 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 the piss off about life and trying to say something intelligent or you know introspective or just you know share a perspective that you think is neat unique because everybody can just say and and, and it's so universal you can just say eh, it depends on the person and then boom a whole point is wiped out I I hate people who argue like that I don't hate anybody but people who argue like that can suck my dick. Okay. It's that's that's crazy. I don't under like that's another thing I don't understand. People who people who don't allow if it's just you and that other person in the argument and that argument isn't over anything. It's just over like like or it could be over anything, but if it's just you two involved, there's no third party there. One of like at least one of you must be unwilling to accept the truth of the other, you know, and therefore you're lying, right? Like you're definitely lying at that point. So what do you, what what do you think that is? Like, what do you think is that, is it just a, an individual pride? Like, do you think people, I bet people, yeah, that makes sense that people would feel like they, you know, like, like they, like they lost the argument. They'd feel like a loser, you know? And we, and we value winning so much, but shouldn't we? Shouldn't we value winning? Why wouldn't we? Winning is, 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 should be rewarded. It's, it's, it's a representation of, of skill or fortunate, like, like fortunate luck. You know, we should celebrate those things. Should we celebrate when bad people win? And who's, like, let's, let's talk about an athlete who does something bad. Who seems to be bad outside of in their personal life nothing that you can go to jail for but just a, a shitty guy just doing shitty things all the time and he's there's these videos of him doing shitty things and 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 then 
but inside the sport, he's incredible. He's the best. He's one of the goats and shit. Meh. But uh, what if? What, 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 should we sell it? Like, should you celebrate when that person wins? Should you give that person the glory that, as far as the sport goes, they earned? But ethically, do you want to celebrate that person feeling good when you know they've made so many people f- feel bad? I, uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a weird argument. Here's what I think you do. I think every time they win, everyone that has a video of them being mean to them, like that athlete being mean to them, gets to kick them in their genitals. I don't care what what kind of genitals they have, but you get to kick them real hard in the genitals. Like, not nah, see, I don't agree with that. I think that's too harsh. Because, like, Conor McGregor would be, wouldn't be able to have any more kids. Like, that's, that's what would happen. Maybe with a cup. Actually, no, I support that. With a cup, that hurts like a bitch. Yeah, with a cup, you just get kicked in the, in the box or balls. Or your uh, intersex genitalia that you may have. Like, you just, you just got it. And, and just under some protection. But some, like, basic sports cup. Cause yeah, no, you'll be, you'll be down with guy or girl. You'll, yeah, that'll, that'll fuck you up for sure. <sighs> All right. I think that that's, I think that's enough of that. Uh, I don't think we got as dark as, as, as the last one, but I'm sure back to back, they're still going to sound pretty fucked up. Um, anyway, uh, that's me. Thanks for joining me. Peace. Hey, it's 7.19 PM. Um, October 3rd, 2020. Man, that was a tough one. Saturday. Having a good day so far, folks. Having a good day so far. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm relaxing. I'm chilling. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking about Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore is in the news. Um, sort of. Because critics don't like her new show. People don't seem to like her, uh, like news type, like late night style show. And, um, I honestly, people, uh, I've, for once I feel like I'm ahead of the curve on this one. I never feel like I'm ahead of trends, but I have always thought, not always, not always. I have to correct myself. I have for the last two years thought that Drew Barrymore was an annoying, unfunny bimbo. Very ditzy woman. And it's it, I have nothing against her. I love 50 First Dates. I cried at the end. Charlie's Angels was were my favorite. She was she was my favorite angel, actually. And uh but a couple of years ago, I saw her on um on Norm Macdonald's Netflix show. Norm Macdonald has a show, his talk show, and he interviewed her on like the second or third episode. And 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 she was just like like really simple concept like she was missing out on concepts. And I I don't think it's her fault. I think she's an extremely successful child star, you know? She she started in, in ET. And 
and and and and she never got properly homeschooled because she didn't need to be and now now she 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 didn't she didn't learn all the things that we learned in school because she didn't need to she got by without it somehow <laughs> somehow drew Barrymore managed without uh, without a normal schooling she acted her way through life and it worked for her you know she got to follow her dreams it's sick her whole life but she's dumb I think she might be dumb like could you imagine having that childhood like that's that that school childhood of like social isolation on top of being famous and rich like oh my goodness there's no there's no way you're in touch with reality there's no way you have a clear perception of yourself uh for good or for for bad and on top of that the writing for this show sucks and she's obviously not rehearsed it because she's an amazing actor but just stumbles over these lines and there's this live studio audience which feels awkward you know and they're laughing as if they're prompted but they're prompted by her cadence which is it, it's just so strange it's just it, it feels unnatural and weird almost uh, like 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 she's she had just learned them and I watched the Santa Clarita Diet on Netflix, and and it's an it's an all right show. It's fine, not super into it. And 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 it's it's not like her acting skills are dwindling. Do you think it's the live performance? Oh, dude, maybe that's it. Because she's been like, if she was in ET, right? So she's never really been in theater, I don't think. So if she's never been in theater, never really used to the live audiences, just like auditions and acting, be able to do several takes. Oh, the live audience must make her so nervous. You know, maybe that, that, you know, really weighs on her. She can't act as well. And then, you know, that, that, uh, subpar homeschooling really shows through. If you know what I'm saying, I don't mean to be mean to Drew Barrymore. I love Drew Barrymore, but let's be real. Why is she, why is she a talk show host? But my point is, I'm glad I, I'm, I'm glad I was ahead of this one. I'm glad I, I'm glad I was on the, I'm on the right side of history because I have a lot of friends who, who got real mad at me. Could you imagine two years ago talking shit about Drew Barrymore, how much people hated me? Oh my goodness. And I would say some of the same things, the exact same things, you know, she's, she's been super famous her whole life. Okay. She's been a movie star her whole life. She's been rich her whole life. And she has never had to go to regular school. Not not since she was very young, at least. So of course, of course she's of course she's a weirdo. And it and it shows through in front of that live audience. Oh man. Speaking of live audiences, I had those shows last night. They went well. I'm back in the groove. They were awesome. Um packed house uh there were small spots but i was sharp the whole time i i got off the stage at three minutes the first time but i i, I stuck to five the second time uh i just riddled just railed through my material i was so unfocused uh in this in, in some sets prior that i i just knew i had to to rail this one home and i i did and i killed it and it feels so good it felt so so good to do 
oh my god, I feel back on track. Because when you when when you when you're pursuing your dream, and then it's you you feel like you're bad at it because you're doing bad at it consistently. That reward of doing good, of it feeling like the old days, that snapping it back. Oh, it's the best reward in the world. It's unbeatable. Unbeatable. And incomparable. Incomparable. I am lightly toasted today. Lightly toasted, folks. I can't believe I just talk so much shit about Drew Barrymore. I don't know her. Dude, she could be really smart and just be, like, kind of camera shy. Like, when she knows it's a live broadcasting or, you know, that she can't do another take. I would be. Jesus, I've never been on live <laughs> on live TV. I've always had control of the content coming out of coming out of uh of everything I, I do creatively. You know, who am I who am I to talk shit to Drew Barrymore? Oh my god, that's so dumb. <laughs> uh, I don't mean to backpedal. I do think Drew Barrymore is is dumb, but I could be wrong. You know, it's to- it would be totally really reasonable. To think that she's reasonable. Jesus Christ, Liam, get a grip. Be reasonable to think that she's just shy. Because she didn't spend a lot of time around kids her age, because she was homeschooled. Damn, I'm a dick. I'm a dick. But aren't we all? Aren't we all sort of assholes a lot of the time? I think it's common. I think it's common for people to be assholes because it's funny. I think humor is innate. I think that's why people laugh at funerals a lot. Funeral MCs always get their jokes in. I've been to a few funerals, and every time the MC is throwing out jokes, you know? Every time. It's so weird when you think about it, but in the moment it's so comfortable. Everybody laughs, even the family, like the, the immediate family. Every time I've seen it. You know, there could be other circumstances, but at least at least how I've seen it, always the MC makes jokes. And I, I think that's because humor is innate. I think that's when we bully people, we we make fun of them instead of just saying mean things. You know, I've, I've never heard somebody just say a mean thing and then someone else be like, oh, okay, that's fucked up. Like, they always say that. They never don't say that. Double negatives, baby. We're doing double negatives and shit. But I think... I don't know. So when I'm mean to Drew Barrymore, it's not because I don't like her as a person. I don't know her as a person. I'm mean to the people I like because I want people to laugh at them. I don't know. I like people when people laugh at me. I think it's hilarious. But I guess that might not be the norm. I guess not everybody wants to be laughed at. It's fair. Everyone's different. Again, everyone's different. Jesus Christ. Everyone's fucking different. Take that, Liam. Take your logical web and throw it out the window. The fuck does that mean? That doesn't mean anything. That's insanity. That's what insanity sounds like, folks. Nonsense. I'm excited to edit these podcasts. Get, uh, get fun with it. Get, um... I'm sure it's going to be super fucking boring, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be back in comedy is what I'm trying to say back on track. I'm trying, I'm glad to be back, uh, feeling good about my talent, you know, 
And I'm sure that's how Drew Barrymore is going to feel when she gets used to hosting the show, having a live audience, and it becomes a hit because she's super talented. You know how I know she's super talented? Because I didn't, I, I, I never starred in ET. I haven't starred in shit. I starred in a grade 10 broadcasting project as a broadcasting class. That was, uh, that was my experience. That's my credits. Check me out on IMDb. They stole that Grammy from me. It was a scene. It was a scene. Uh, I was the director, but these two kids just uh, saw each other from the ends of the hall, and they just ran at each other to this really intense music. They looked like they were really angry, and then it cut between them back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and it's like it's like fucking really, really intense like rock music, like heavy metal. And then when they get close, it goes into slow motion, and they collide and hug. And when it goes into slow motion, it's um, with arms wide open. Yeah, like that song, that song with my fantastic. Um, I'm a vocalist, is what I'm trying to tell you. But what I'm also trying to tell you is that that was the, what we did with that song. And uh, and I got an A on that project, which is stupid. I didn't even put a filter on the video which is insane. Um, it was just like really grainy, natural, like high school hallway. Ha ha high school hallway. God, sorry about my stroke. The weed's real strong here. But terrible lighting. Um, I think even like the echoey footsteps were still in there. Uh, it was It was horrible. But I made the cute girls in the class that I didn't stand a chance with laugh. So that was a... Uh, that was always fun. I like doing that. That was that was always the goal of the class. Maybe the goal of the class should have been to pass, but I got an A. So uh, Liam got a C plus. Two birds, one stone. Well, only there were three birds in that class, but uh, <laughs> chauvinism. It's so weird. It's so weird. I strike a fine balance. Like, no, I don't strike a fine balance. I think there is a there is a, a, a hard line. Um, when it comes to sounding cool when you refer to a chick, like Grease, like, hey, baby, you know, that didn't sound cool, but you know what I mean. Hey, baby, like a cool person would say it. And then, and but the, you could do that, but also then you could be like, hey, you fucking bird. Like, like that's, is that what people in England do? I think that's what people in England do. That's not what people in England do. But it's not normal. Like, that's... It's not a good thing to do. There's nothing cool about that. It's not cool like it is in Greece. It's it's, it's like Lord of the Rings, okay? It's, it's, it's that level of creepy. Any part of that movie, by the way. Any part of that movie is what I mean. I don't mean any specific part. I know you might be thinking, oh, he means Gollum. I might. I also might probably mean any other part of the movie, man. Any other part of the movie. Pick one. Pick one. Pick any one. I don't know why I'm yelling at you. You haven't even disagreed yet. I can't hear you. You're not even listening. There's nobody listening. That's fine. I'm listening. I'm listening, Liam. Oh my God, I'm literally talking to myself. Oh, Jesus Christ. Am I going to be one of those people that becomes like, uh, get like obtains a mentally illness? Mentally illness? <laughs> a mental illness? Because we, because of the weed? Is weed going to make me autistic? Is that what's good? Is that what's going to happen? And then I'm going to be an anti-weeder? 
anti-cannabis protests. (laughs) Say no to CBD. (laughs) Don't listen to what Joe Rogan says about CBD. Go to antiweeder.com to know the truth. Antiweedertruther.com Weed truther. Yeah, I'd be a weed truther. A cannabis truther. But I'd be autistic. (laughs) Autistic. And have some sort of mental illness that makes me talk to myself. And I want to be clear. I suffer from mental illness and there's nothing funny about mental illness except for what I just said. (laughs) Uh, Well... I hope that doesn't happen. I hope this is just a side effect of the podcast. What if the podcast drives me insane? It could. It could. I need to get more posters on my wall for like inspiration and stuff. Cause, cause folks, it's all blank. It's all blank in this room. Just like this podcast. It's a blank canvas. It's a blank canvas. And I'm excited to paint. Excited to paint kind of live in front of, uh, in front of whoever, whoever's willing to listen. All right, I think that's uh, <laughs> I think that's it for me, and I think that's it for the episode. Thank you so much for listening. My name's Liam, <laughs> and thanks for getting stoned silly.